from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast for women on leadership and life skills with Rhea Story. Rhea shares powerful life and leadership principles, helping you maximize your potential and become the woman God created you to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 360 Influence, a life and leadership success podcast for women. Today, we're going to be talking about managing time to maximize potential. And this is it's one of my favorite topics to talk about because really, we hear it so often. We hear, I've got to manage my time better. I've got to do better at managing my time. But in all truth, we can't really manage time. We have to manage what we do within time. You see, time is one of those things that we we can't get any more of it. We can't buy more of it if we run out of it. We can't run down to the store and pick up an extra five minutes or half hour, as, as good as that sounds sometimes. You know, but so many of us are challenged with feeling too busy, too stressed, too many things going on. And sometimes we find that we don't have the, the time and space or the energy to enjoy what we're doing with our time because we have so much crammed in there. So it's one of the, my favorite things to talk about because, you know, there was a time in life for me when I was, I was working a full-time job, um, 40 plus hours a week. I was also working a part-time job, um, probably 10, 10 hours a week, perhaps. And I was training for a marathon and I was going to school full-time And let me tell you, life was busy. There were no extra spare hours in my week. There weren't any spare minutes in my week. In all honesty, it was just every single minute was planned and scripted and everything was down to the down to the minute um, planned out. And and I had to to pack all of that into my schedule. I really had to be very, very intentional about being very careful managing my time managing my activities within my time. But I was able to do it. Um, I was balancing work and my hobby and and training for a marathon and a family, you know, trying to to be the wife and and stepmom and and manage to to cook dinner, you know, when Eric was home with us and and then still study uh, on nights and on the weekends too. So it was definitely a busy season of life. But some of the principles that I learned during that time of life really helped me learn to manage my time and activities and my energy most effectively. And those principles still serve me well today. So I wanted to share some of them with you because I, I get asked about this topic a lot. In fact, it's probably one of the most requested topics that I'm asked to speak on, uh, maybe second or third, maybe. So, you know, this time of year, it's almost a natural time to do this. I think there really are two natural times of uh, or seasons during the year to reflect on our calendar and our activities and our balance in our life. Now, the first is obviously, you know, it's it's New Year's, um, January, the beginning of the year is a fresh new start. And it's pretty common for most of us to sit down and, and spend some time reflecting on the upcoming year. But this time of year, when the summer is winding down and we're headed into the fall, is also a good natural season to sit down and evaluate what activities are we packing into our schedule. 
because, you know, summer's coming down to a close, school's starting up again. It's kind of getting back into a rhythm, back into um, a schedule for a lot of us um, as the, the season changes. And it's it's kind of time to refocus on what we want to accomplish in this last, last three or four months of the year. So, you know, as we as we think about this, you know, I like to spend just regular throughout the year, uh, a few times a year, spend some time sitting down and reflecting on what's going on to my calendar. What commitments am I making? And what things do I need to maybe trim out? And the reason it's so important to think about this, because, you know, if we want to maximize our potential, we've got to manage our time and our energy because time and energy are limited. There's not enough of it most of the time. And so we've got to really be careful about what we're doing with our time and our energy. Um, so, you know, as you're, as you're reflecting on what changes you need to make, I want to share with you three important questions that will really be foundational for you, really help you trim away some of the, the unnecessary things uh, in your schedule. And I know some of you are thinking, well, everything in my schedule is necessary. And that may be true. But there are always places and times and activities that we can trim away um, going forward. And that will help free up this space to do the other things better or more effectively or with more energy. You see, we really should plan. We've, we kind of got it backwards in life. A lot of times you hear people talk about, well, I need to, uh, I need to prioritize. Uh, I need to manage my priorities. But it's not just about managing pr our priorities. It's really about scheduling our priorities. It's not prioritizing the schedule. It's scheduling what's most important. Schedule the priorities. Because if you schedule the priorities first, the things that are most important, the rest of the things will kind of just fill in the blanks. I often use the analogy of if you've got a, a big giant vase and in that vase you've got to pack so much. This vase kind of represents your week or your day. And you start to fill the vase with a whole bunch of sand. And that sand represents, you know, some of the things that are not maybe very important, but they kind of pop up, you know, from day to day. Um, these could be things like wasted time on telemarketers calling you, um, spam emails, you know, the time and the energy that you spend managing those little interruptions that aren't important, but they do detract from your time and your energy. And so if you pack your, your vase with all the little grains of sand that aren't important, and then you try to pack in some of those big rocks, those big boulders that are important to you, those values, things like time to exercise, time with your family. You know, I don't know how many times I, I talk to people and they say, well, gosh, I know I need to exercise, but I don't have time. But in all honesty, we all have time. It's just a matter of what we do with it. So look at it the other direction. If you have this big vase and you pack the big things in first and then you pour the sand in, the sand will fill in the cracks and the gaps. But your big rocks, the things that are most important to you, will already be in there. And so it's it's learning to, to tackle those priorities first. And the other things, well, they'll fill in the blanks. Or they don't, and that's okay. So... But to do that, you've got to be intentional about knowing what is a big 
priority for you? What is most important? So for me, exercise is a big part uh, of my values. It's a big priority for me. And that that's one of the things that goes into my schedule first. You know, as I sit down once a week, I look at my schedule and I go, okay, where am I going to put this priority? Where am I going to schedule this time for me? Another priority that's very important for me is time with Mac, time with my husband. Where am I going to put that? That comes as one of the big priorities in my week. Where does that fit? And I'm going to fit that in first. And then the other things are going to fill in the blanks as the time is available. Because here's the thing. What we say yes to defines our life. You know, we're all familiar with the concept of budgeting money, but we don't often think about budgeting our time. And then we wonder why it seems to have evaporated. When we're intentional about identifying what's truly important and putting that first, then we have emotional willpower to say no to some of the lesser important things because they simply don't fit. So we learn to say yes to the right things based on what we truly value. Fill your calendar and your schedule and your life based on your priorities. Say yes to those things. Um, if your priority is to be better mom or a better parent, then say yes to the things that allow you to do that. If your priority is to be a better team leader at work or a better manager, say yes to growth and development opportunities in that area. You know, if what you say yes to defines your life, what you say no to defines those opportunities because you can't do everything. We all know that. Most of us have tried. Um, I call it the whirlwind life where you don't have any extra time and any extra margin and you're so exhausted by the end of the day that you don't even have time to pour back into you. Or maybe you don't have time for the things that fill your tank back up so you can continue running. And, you know, we can't run on empty. We have to be intentional about filling ourselves back up. But if we're living the whirlwind life, we, we don't have those opportunities to, to pour back into ourselves. And we can't do it all. You know, that leads to burnout. It leads to stress. It leads to all those bad hormones that, that fill our body when we get stressed. And then we find we're not effective at, at anything. So what we say yes to shapes our life. And what we say no to creates this space to say yes. Now, I'll give you an example. It's been a couple of years ago, and I had resigned from the corporate world in my corporate job at the or, or at the hospital and was starting to do some writing and speaking. And, you know, that was really the point where I, we were getting busier and we were traveling a little bit more. And I got a phone call from a lady that I had worked with in a previous job many years ago. And the company that I had been with at that time was starting a new office. And she called and said, Rhea, you would just be a tremendous fit for this. I know you would be a perfect fit. You would do a great job. And I had a moment there. I had an opportunity. I could say yes, and I could take that job. And I knew it would it would pay well, and it would um, be a good opportunity, lots of responsibility. Or I could say no and continue to do what I'm doing now. And, you know, these choices, sometimes they don't feel like big ones. Maybe it's not a job offer that you're considering. Maybe it's just an, an opportunity to volunteer with the PTO or PTA. But when we say yes to everything, we can't say yes 
to the right things. If we fill our schedule with sometimes the good things, then we don't have the time and energy to say yes to the great things. Now, only you can decide what's a great activity, what's a great use of your time, what's the best use of your time. But saying no to the good gives you the space to say yes to the great. I find it incredibly freeing when I can tell someone no because I have a bigger yes burning inside. And, you know, it's learning to say no gracefully. It's one of the hardest things for me that I had to learn to do. Oh, I hate to tell people no um, because I'm one of those people that I want to do everything. Like life is so exciting. I want to do everything and accomplish everything and take on everything. But I can't. And I've learned the hard way that trying to do that means I can't really do anything with excellence. So I'm so much better now about saying, you know what, let me think about that and I'll get back to you. Can I get back to you tomorrow? Because once I make a commitment, I feel committed to to carry that out because that comes down to integrity. So I really want to just learn to stop and evaluate carefully those commitments before I make them. Um, And that's very important. Most of us feel pressured on the spot to agree to something. Ask for time to say, to think about it. And then you can evaluate that, come back to it and say yes or no. But carefully consider that. So, okay, here are the three questions that I wanted to share with you. As you sit down, maybe you've got some time this weekend coming up to sit down and look at your commitments and calendar. Evaluate three questions that will help you trim down some of those Maybe not such great activities. Maybe that's just trimming away some good things so that you have the time and energy to focus on the great things. So the first question, number one, what activities are you doing that you want to stop doing and why? See, it's very it's very important that we think about why we want to do something or not do something because then we have a reason. That's going to help us stay committed to it when we think about when we know Why do I want to stop doing this? Um, An example might be volunteering um, at your church on Wednesday night. It's a good activity, but maybe it's taking away from your time with your kids after school or after work. So think about that first question. What activities are you currently doing that you want to stop doing and why? And just write down one. You don't have to make a whole long list here. Just write down one thing. And number two, what activities are you doing that you want to continue doing? What is giving you a great return on investment for your time and energy? Maybe it's going to the gym twice a week. I want to continue doing that. And why? Going to the gym twice a week helps me exercise and be more healthy so that I can continue to do the other things. And then the third question, what activities are you not doing that you want or need to start doing and why. Now remember, you may have a long list of activities, but just commit to one in each category. One thing to stop doing, one thing to keep doing, and one thing to start doing. Because if you make too many commitments, you're not going to be able to carry them out. So think about just, you know, whatever. If you've got 10 things on your list, you're like, oh, I need to get rid of that. I need to get rid of that. That's okay, but just commit to just commit to one to start with. And that will give you a little bit of ability and a little space to say yes to something else. So saying no to the good things, it's hard to do, and I know it is. I know it is. It's learning to say no gracefully with a smile and say, you know what? I might not be the best person for that. 
But saying yes to everything will derail your life. And saying no creates the space to say yes. Until next time. Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks. Available at audible.com, amazon.com, and iBooks. Please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Ria's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.